0: Right. <laughs> welcome. Welcome all. And a good evening. Here uh Late Night Legends internet and radio show. We are live coming at you. Uh from the furthest corners of the interwebulous stratosphere. Ah! Where there is a crow. Just one though. Just one. Was that a not crow? A I feel like that was a crow. Was not a just the one. I can
1: tell the ah! crow if you want.
0: Okay. It's Generic Corvid. we have a really good show for you tonight uh as per usual with me tonight is frank hi kara hello uh james hello hello and i'm jenny and ashley is still off for this month so she will be back uh next week i believe and Tressa is taking the night off she had a busy week last week so we wish her her a lot yeah oh it is her night okay yeah it's Um,
1: technically also her night off yeah
0: well there we go well we Mm -hmm. wish her plenty of rest plenty of rest and uh we have a pretty good show coming up and I'm only saying that because it's my topic so you know (laughs) um (laughs) but until then what do we got going on Kara what is happening in your world
2: um what is happening uh over the weekend i went to um the crown point jail so that was super fun they were having a big event i went and saw janet jackson the sound was terrible truly disappointing but it was at least wonderful to see her on stage that was super cool um today went to uh boardman cemetery the one that's open on halloween right but i've never gone on halloween
0: yes that one so
2: even the volunteers there were like, Yeah, you got to come on Halloween. Not so much today, but it was open today. It's only open the two days a year. So we went today, and that was super cool. I was on Beyond the Woodline. I have yes. it all over my page. I might—I was going to say I might be getting a word wrong uh, yesterday. So I shared that to my page, that episode. And Jenny is going to be on in the future. They just have to figure mm-hmm. out what day. Mm-hmm. And he does a whole lot uh, of Bigfoot research. So Jenny's oh, nice. really the better fit
0: for that show. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, James, what do you got going on?
3: Nothing. Cool. nothing at all <laughs> went swimming
0: which nice. is huge james
1: we all want to know how your return to the theater went on
3: friday
0: <gasps> this is true yes! that's a huge don't, thing
3: don't, don't begrudge us it, well i'm begrudging because it's a little so we did the reading it went okay there were some mishaps with some of the tech it was okay then the playwright just kind of left didn't what? say anything so, we're all feeling a little... Don't know how we feel about it. So, we're all what feeling a little mean? bit of ways. Did we he
0: leave, like, mid-show? No. Or at the end.
3: Or... We don't know if they were happy, sad. Oh. Don't have oh. any context. So, of course... Oh, being my God. The insecure people that we are spiraled for yeah, a you weekend. You the worst.
0: Really, I... actors and actresses having, having a little bit of... Uh, yeah. Is she there? Weird. Just like,
3: just, just spiraling, of... spiraling, <laughs> no. spiraling. I'm glad but, you got
2: to swim today. Yeah, yeah. I got
3: to swim today. My son went to the pool for the very first time. Loved it. That? that was fun. Cute. Love flashing. Great. My daughter, you know, hates water on her face, but still <laughs> needed fair. to be in the pool.
2: Oh, well, yeah. So, I understand. We, yeah. we can
3: see how that went.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm.
3: She had to be on wearing a floaty jacket on a floaty was the only way she would be inside the pool. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> reasonable. kind of adorable. Reasonable. Yep. Hey, Frank, what do you got going on?
1: I got nothing. I usually say the website and all that jazz, but I really got nothing. Uh, I literally, my update was to ask James how everything went with that.
2: That was a good update. <laughs> I feel yes, like a holiday spir-
3: weekend. It's a
1: holiday weekend. I'll spiral weekend. a
2: little bit with you oh, on me, that me, one. Me, like let let that let me, scenario gives me anxiety. Yeah. So um
1: I'll say this. We're gonna be hiring for Super Balls podcast. If you like that show and you like that content and you wanna apply, definitely send us a direct message and I will reach out. That's it. That's all I got.
3: So the That's recruitment right process is that. very, very intense.
1: Yeah, it's like a sometimes it's like a teepee, sometimes it's like a wigwam. Intense.
0: And oh, Ooh, oh, knocking it out of the park already. We've know, been on this I for know. like five minutes. Just, and you're just well, this has
3: been a lovely episode. <laughs> just,
0: uh, show myself out. Final thoughts. <laughs> sorry, guys. Well done. Well done. Yes. All I would all I would mention is uh, the website. We had a good blog that I really enjoyed uh, writing with Panda um, this week, who is our mythos keeper on the website and it's about man-eating plants so go check it out
2: is it shared on
0: socials i honestly do not know but i can check on that because i didn't see it because god forbid i
2: leave social media
0: (laughs) yeah you know what i'm gonna figure out how to do that and then i'll do that because we are entering into a new phase of some of our socials ta-da
1: also, should I? Nah. Nah. Uh, nah. 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 Yeah. That's going on with the topic. Let's do that.
0: Yeah, we'll just move on. All right. So um, you may notice that I'm a little bit muffled today. That's because I'm coming to you from outside of Devil's Lake State Park in Wisconsin. So awesome. Yes, I am uh, camping there for a couple of nights. Very excited about it. We're going to go check out the lake, do some kayaking, do a little bit of rock climbing, who knows what I'm gonna run into there because they not only have a lake monster and some Bigfoot sightings, but they also apparently have a Thunderbird that cruises around yeah. a little bit too.
3: Nice, a little bit this of everything. Is,
0: is, yeah, a little, little mix, little sprinkle. So, and that leads me into tonight's topic, which is why I'm very excited to be camping this weekend uh, or this beginning of the week, I guess. Uh, We are talking about national parks. This is part two of national parks and I have a couple of parks that I wanted to talk about Um, But I really did Want to open it up for more of a discussion about it because I found some kind of interesting things that we've been talking about a little bit lately Uh, Which is neat. So uh, I'm going to start off with Yosemite Yosemite in California it is one of the oldest national parks there is. Um, the very first park guard, National Park Guard actually worked there uh, by the name of Galen Clark, which is kind of the best name for the first, little, first National Park Guard ever. Um, but it's home to places like El Capitan, Grouse Lake, just beautiful. It is what did I see? It is just a massive, massive park um, and just covers all sorts of wild, wild terrain. A lot of the water features are are like a lot of waterfalls and whatnot. So just beautiful place. But they also have quite a little bit of paranormal activity, um, some cryptids going on. But our first story is about Grouse Lake. So Grouse Lake is something that our very first ranger uh, talked about, and that is Galen Clark in his uh, memoirs. In 1857, he talked about going to see Grouse Lake and he talked about hearing this wailing, like in between kind of a cry and a scream um, and was asking the native peoples around the area that you know hey what is this noise what is this noise and they told him that it was uh the ghost of a young boy who had drowned in the lake
2: mm-hmm. and that you
0: were not supposed to go close to the lake he would grab you and drag you in and drown you or he would just show up someplace Uh, Now, fast forward, these signings went on, and one of the more recent ones that I found was 2009. A lawyer was out camping, and yes, very specifically a lawyer, just wanted to clarify, a lawyer. Anyway, it's very pertinent to the story. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, it's really not. Um, But, he saw that he saw a young boy by the lake and approached the boy asked if he was lost and couldn't understand what the boy was trying to say back to him and then just happened to notice that he was a little bit transparent um oh. so that was that was one of the more recent documented sightings um
2: transparent.
0: <laughs> yeah just just noticed he's a little see-through a little- Just a little bit um so yeah lots and lots and lots of sightings of him and over at grouse lake and we also get into the ufos on this one too there is plenty of activity um one recording was of a actual ufo crash where a family traveling i think it was 2010 saw this ufo go down um saw lots and lots of military arrive, and then went to go look for the crash site the very next day and couldn't find a trace of anything. Oh, Which is pretty impressive. But then you take into account the fact that there are two major military bases very close to Yosemite. Mm -mm. So one of them is uh, Beale Air Force Base, which is one of the most heavily funded like black ops bases in the in the country so you got that going on and then on the other side is china lake naval air weapons station and so they do a lot of experimental testing with uh aircraft so it's been reported a couple of times that it's actually reverse engineered alien technology, which is impressive, Mm -hmm. um, and that it is, um, it's where they test out like the electromagnetic propulsion, which is kind of where they can float and then go side to side and take off at very fast speeds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Have you heard the the whole news recently with the this? I think he's a professor out of Stanford, who's like basically I forget what his degree is in something physics y but he's just like, no, no, aliens are 100 percent real and they are here. And I've almost seen it, but it was all about the like he says he has friends who do the reverse engineering. Did we lose Frank?
2: Did Frank uh, really leave to go find the aliens? I'm Probably.
0: pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Probably. Um you know what? I did hear something about that, James. Like that, um, it,
1: it,
0: that they were reverse engineering, like mm. like alien, and that's why we have so many reports of of various like spacecraft. It's not actually aliens; it's just us doing testing. Yeah, testing, um, trying it out.
3: Alien craft, though.
0: Yeah. Which still is,
3: aliens, even when it's the humans, it's still aliens.
0: Well, yeah, we got it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right. So and not only this, but but we kind of delve a little bit into like the missing 411, right? So is anybody, everybody familiar with that? Uh, is that idea? like, yeah. OK,
2: I am not as familiar with that whole concept. I just so what's what is that?
0: Okay, so Missing 411 is this collection of reports of all of these people who go missing in national parks okay. on year to year. And and some of the stories are just incredible. It's a series of books. Um, it's also, uh, there's a couple of documentary movies. They're usually available on Prime. Um, and he's sort of, the guy who wrote these, sort of compiled all of these reports and obviously picked out the ones that were most enticing, but of, you know, there's a couple of like small children who disappear and then are found months later in a completely different area of the park or they're never found again.
2: Oh, just in the different area. That's so creepy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Very, very, very creepy stuff. Um, And I'm looking for the guys right now. Oh, it's uh, David Pilates. P-A-U-L-I-D-E-S just in case anybody's looking for it because um, I could not remember that guy's name for the life of me but this is definitely one of those cases so in 1995 Janine Schwartz disappeared not very far away from her car she and her boyfriend had stopped to take a little bit of a walk on a trail they got like 15-20 minutes out He turned around to say something to her and she was just gone. Just gone. And immediately looked for her and then ran and got the rangers very, very quickly. Huge search party. They had helicopters, you know, path walkers, all of of that stuff. They had the dogs out, etc. And could not find her at all. Two months later, her body is found. ...in in a very remote area where there's no trails. People usually aren't there. They're not really going to that particular area. So, extraordinarily strange. Hmm. And then there's a couple of different theories on this. So, the original tribe, which I'm not going to be able to pronounce... um, ...so I'm not even going to try it. But they did have... ...one of their older gods was... uh, ...Hohono Wind. Uh, which was an evil spirit. Um, yeah, evil spirit that would abduct people, uh, usually associated with waterfalls. So they would kind of steer clear of those areas. All right. So we were at Janine, Jeannie, Hessel and her disappearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So. Um, so yeah this is uh, something that that happens at a regular basis is is people will go dis uh, people will go disappearing people will go missing and uh be found later on usually not not in the beaten path and what's strange is that they get a few every so often that are found uphill which is counterintuitive to how most lost people React when they're in woods, they tend to go downhill, either towards, you know, a, a road or a river or something along those lines. So this actually happened with a 12-year-old boy. He was found 1,400 feet higher in elevation than when he was lost. And one of the one of the telltale signs of some of these missing 411 cases is that they will bring scent dogs out, they will bring hounds out, and they will be able to track them for a little while but then for no apparent cause they will lose the scent which brings in the next thing that is cited every so often at yosemite and reported which is a pterodactyl stop it yep a hundred percent the pterodactyls of yosemite now this is actually really cool because we've all talked about stuff like this before. I know James and I have talked about Loch Ness Monster and how it's plausible. Yeah. That there was, you know, however um, many years thing. ago, something there that died out, you know, the the last of a of a dying breed, so to speak. So that's interesting on that note. And then this is also interesting. A lot of national parks this one included, um, are kind of, contain these electromagnetic vortexes, right? Or like these huge electromagnetic fields. And they chalk that up to a lot of, you know, that's why the UFO presence is is so large there. Um, Some of the ghosts that you see there, like last time we talked about Grand Canyon and the plane crash and people seeing these ghosts sort of in repeat And I thought about this part of it um, because Kara at one point was telling the story of being seen in more than one places or on some of these ghost adventures that she goes on seeing things and wondering if it's sort of a time loop because a lot of national parks, including Yosemite, uh, there have been reported time slips. Which I was is really cool. about that the other day, yesterday.
3: Love a good time ah, slip story.
0: Love it. Love it so much because we don't really know if it's just a veil in between. like The dimensions is, is really, really thin. Gets
3: folded.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Time gets folded, all sorts of things. So what they are presenting as a theory for these pterodactyls is that it's just an intense time slip. And for some reason in those moments, they're able to sort of come through, grab these missing people, and drop them someplace, which is I why mean, they get in other places. And we've all why seen land of the us. lost. We have
3: Dinatopia. We have. Come on. These can't be have.
0: fiction. So it's uh so it's interesting. And then there was a uh story about a little girl by the name of Christy. Uh, and she sort of fell into one of these time slips and young girl, probably 10 or 11, and she describes things going very, very strange around her. She was like getting a snack. And, and all of a sudden it seemed like there were more people around her. She felt like she was moving slowly. Uh, she was talking. No one could hear her. Um, and and just as quickly as it came on, she left. You know, like it left, um, she left the time slip or whatever it was. So, and there's a few of the national parks that actually have stories of that, like Big, Be- uh, Big Bend in Texas, um, which is massive, massive, 800,000 acres, which is insane because it's one of the least visited national parks out there. So you can just walk and walk and walk and not run into anybody. Um that's also a UFO hotspot. Same thing with the electromagnetic field. Um, and there's all kinds of crazy stuff in in Big Bend. There's there's an abandoned mercury mine where people were just mining for mer- mercury, which yeah, I guess sure. is how it happens, but I was not aware of that being. I have a, a mercury
2: question. Is it just because it's you know liquid, whatever? Is it just like in little pools or is it just all mixed up? So I it think it's in like a vein. Solid? But is it like a solid vein or is it like a liquidy vein? I
3: think the thing with mercury is that it melts at low temperatures. So like if you go deep in the okay. earth, it might be cool and so it might be solid. I am entirely basing this off of very little information and all just wild assumptions.
2: This seems to make sense though. I will buy it.
0: No, and I'm gonna go with A-B-L that. Maybe I'll research
2: it. I probably won't. I'll no. believe this forever.
0: Yeah. I'm this gonna is- ask, I'm gonna ask my resident uh geologist at some point. Um, but for right now, I'm going to think that it's magic. And uh-huh. and then maybe what James said too. Yeah. yeah. A
2: little bit of magic and a little bit of James's story. That's <laughs> how, that's where and Mercury
0: I, is.
3: And I Googled it and it's much weirder and I'm wildly wrong. <laughs>
0: What is it? But I kind of really want to know now.
3: Okay. (laughs) So apparently (laughs) it says here, mercury can be leached from ores and concentrates with a solution of sodium hydroxide and sodium sulfide. So like, Oh, you do like a thing. And so it's basically most mercury forms in sulfide ore called cinnabar. And then you have to basically turn cinnabar into mercury. Fun fact: I know none of you watch Yellow Jackets, but this features heavily into the show's wow. theories on Reddit. Not into the show, but Reddit.
2: Cinnabar Reddit. itself, which is also Cinnabar. my favorite eyeliner color from Maybelline. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Now, isn't
0: that also the the mineral that that is like red, and they they do like intricate carvings in? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. also something. It is a reddish
2: right? color. My eyeliner, yes. Yeah.
0: Oh i believe i've seen it's that all coming together everything's coming full circle full circle <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you for that note down uh mercury road yeah i feel good about oh, it
3: here's a youtube video how mercury is made
2: hmm.
3: looks like I'll some cinnabar okay
2: cool okay. Right. i feel like we should like share that on our page somewhere Agreed. just to like and so, the follow-up is a companion, companion to the episode. Frank, that.
0: agreed.
3: I so you. I will say this though, because we're talking about like the the area has mercury, right? Like, right. So one of the things that they say happens around areas with large concentrations of cinnabar is it causes like water to run red and look like blood. It also can cause like hallucinations among people because like you inhale it and it like can fuck you up.
0: Yes, it also causes massive, massive respiratory issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, so lots of death around the old mine, which is why they say it's incredibly haunted. Um, there was also an abandoned hot springs wellness center, Mm. which now I'm kind of curious because if there's, it feels a little culty. And also if there's a lot of cinnabar sort of in that general area, uh, mm-hmm. And you're kind of hanging out in water that's infused, just, cinnabar yeah, infused sure. water.
2: I feel like aren't these like health things usually around something that's just going to kill you? Like, don't Definitely. I feel like the health <laughs> fads really center around <laughs> kind of dying,
0: but they mm-hmm. don't say that's what they don't say
3: that they it's, don't say yeah.
0: that they
3: say transcendence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When I was doing the research into Yosemite and in World War II, they decided. To take, like, there was a beautiful hotel built there, uh, Oahu, I think, or Oahu Hotel. Uh, Anyway, and they turned it into sort of a convalescence treatment for returning vets, right? Um, But they would send some of the more mentally unwell vets who came back. And within a couple of months, everybody's, everybody's mental well-being just started to deteriorate, right? So location, so I'm, you know, and, and it was along the paranormal vein in which I was looking into it, but it turns out that if you isolate people with PTSD and then put them in a claustrophobic area, like a valley with sheer cliffs, they don't do so well. They don't, they don't. They don't do so well. So they had a lot of changes and it ended up being okay. But yeah,
3: mental health care of the 1940s and 50s, ladies and gentlemen.
0: It goes along with that wellness hot springs infused cinnabar. Um,
3: Slight quick sidebar. There's a new place (laughs) in my town. That is, I'm not going to, I don't want to speak the name of it, but I will tell you guys later, but it is like a wellness center. It's like multiple floors. One floor is like a little shop where you can get your yoga mats. Then another one is like a little Pilates studio. Then the next one is like your sound bathing room or whatever. And then the top floor is listed as psychotherapy.
0: Oh, Mm. I feel like that shouldn't be on the top floor.
3: I'm also just thinking like, okay, so we're doing wellness, we're doing wellness, and now we're gonna go into your head.
0: Maybe not well, at the top. You just floor. have to
2: go Maybe... up a floor each time it doesn't work. Like yeah. I thought yeah. yoga would help.
0: I feel like work. going downstairs would be more beneficial. The sound I...
2: bath just didn't fix
0: it. So mm-hmm. I just took a nap, mm-hmm. you know.
3: Let's bring the doctors in.
0: And then now Again, I feel like we shouldn't be on the up on the going up mm-hmm. in, in these. The, the more complex the mental illness, perhaps not the higher off the ground one should be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, it's okay. Just that, a thought. Just a thought. There could be nice railings.
2: <laughs>
3: Lovely building.
0: Carved intricately with cinnabar. Um, e. E. And that's why
2: they need psychotherapy because they're touching it. <laughs> and they're losing their minds as they climb up the railing.
0: So back to ghost towns. Uh, which there are several, namely namely a large one, Teratoga Ab- Abajo, um, that is also purportedly very, very haunted. And then a very creepy sounding canyon, which is called Bruja Canyon. And uh, all the stories on, on this one and how it became haunted are terrible. Uh, a woman drown her children to keep them away from settlers and, uh, a, a younger woman being chased by bandits, just, just not bandits. great stuff. Yeah. Bandits, bandits. And so she drowned trying to escape. Oof. Oh, mm-hmm mm-hmm mm-hmm. So those are pretty much what I got into on this trip. Um on this trip. No, I'm thinking about my trip right now.
2: I was going to say, did you fully research this during your trip?
0: Yeah. Um, no, this is kind of what I got into because then I started, of course, looking into the devil's lake, uh, phenomena and, and what might be occurring there. Um, but nothing so exciting, but I, but I am finding as I go on this little journey, how often there are these, very strange energy fields in all of these places and how much is referenced back to time slips and uh ufo presence and then thinner veils that kind of that kind of phenomena i mean even in the ones where we're talking about caves they are portals to other dimensions so very interesting very interesting stuff
2: Mm. Frank, you doing okay yeah. over there? Yeah, I'm doing great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hanging in?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, all right. Feeling good about the time slips?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Have you guys
3: ever heard of the Moberly-Jordan incident?
0: No, I have not. No. Do tell.
3: the good one. It's a French one, a French time slip. Um, that I did. You know, yeah. Okay, it's like yeah. two women mm-hmm. in like the early 1900s strolling along. They go to visit Versailles because they want to have a good time and they're teachers. And so they're like, let's go learn some shit. And they start walking through the grounds and all of a sudden there's Marie Antoinette chilling by a little like garden thing. And like they cross a bridge and they're like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. It must be some reenactors. And then they come back and like, everyone's like, yeah, no, that's not, that wasn't there. Ooh, mm-hmm.
2: uh, they wrote a, yeah, so the controversy book. was, like, they wrote a whole book, and, you know, and they allegedly, like, saw a picture that had been from a long time ago or whatever, so, like, they went back in time, right? So, the question, though, did they make it up and write a book, or did it really well, happen?
3: The big thing was that they apparently correctly identified the location of a bridge that was not on the yeah. map, and the only- well, it was on one map that was found, like, decades after this. That they, like, knew that this was- those like, things that they couldn't have known because historians at the time didn't know, and that were later proven to be correct. So, like, they were all basically, like, at the time, all the historians were like, you're making this shit up because this doesn't match anything that we know. And then, sure enough, down sure, the road yeah. they were like, oh. Okay, maybe they did see something.
0: It's it's so interesting to me in in some of these places about how commonly like those occur. You know, where there's there's so many common stories about it, and especially with you know, we were talking to uh Mike Patterson and he was talking about, you know, the Sasquatch, Bigfoot kind of being able to cross over dimensions and in all of that kind of stuff and and just these places these wild places that you know have been i brought this up before but there are some pretty wild out there theories that you know roosevelt sort of created the national park system because these places existed and to keep people away from them yep did yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i know i like that theory I, like that I idea. mean,
2: well, I think because I was going to be like, well, but don't people really still come to them, but not like if a city was built there, you know, if mm-hmm. like a city was built there, you'd have people constantly there as opposed to it being a little more special. Or maybe you can block a trail off because it's dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
2: go this way. You know, right. rocks when yeah. it's not rocks.
0: And it's so I mean, it. these parks are so massive like when we were uh when we were in arches national park um you know the trails are pretty well marked but if you're there in the off season and nobody's really looking at you you can just kind of start walking in a direction and end up you know god knows where the parks are so massive in comparison to the amount of area that we are like able to go to yeah um so many areas blocked off, but they're, they're just massive. And not only that, they're open 24 hours a day, you know, so you can enter into a lot of these parks at midnight. People, no, I'm not no, even kidding. Sure. We went back to, we went back to Arches like pretty much at midnight to go look at the stars.
1: Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. want to do that.
0: They're open nonstop. Yeah. I mean okay sure i'm just thinking about
2: like parks and stuff normal parks and stuff
0: right like state parks city parks all of those things they have hours and they're closed and yeah like why not be
2: able to like go look at the stars you know Uh like to close it just means people would break in so
0: exactly yeah
3: also protecting you'd have to somehow find a way to fence off Mm -hmm. every square like mile of that uh border Yep. And then there's yeah.
2: people park, you know, camp, not parking, camping mm-hmm. within there.
0: So how do you, call, yeah, okay, that, I mean.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah and there's there's so much area. I mean, you know, even, even some of the smaller parks are like 50,000 acres. That's such a huge swath of just land where anything could be. And
3: anything is
0: so <laughs> much anything well and, and yeah
2: like is. so even if somebody does stumble in it that you know maybe roosevelt made the best effort to keep it blocked off by making a national park and just so sometimes somebody disappears mm-hmm. whatever yeah. right yeah, i cool. mean like you could only protect people so much if they insist on going and disappearing
3: if 99 yeah. percent of the people don't get abducted by
0: aliens <laughs> that's a pretty that's good a statistic plus. That's like if they
2: built a city in that area and, you know, everybody that crosses that point is going to get abducted. You got to that doesn't work.
3: Or it could be kind of like weather, you know, like your chances are it's a 30 percent chance you're going to get, you know, kidnapped (laughs) by Bigfoot. (laughs) That's 30 percent of the whole area.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Fine. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think that people don't really understand, like, how many people go missing or, like, they don't really realize how many people go missing in these parks and how many people die in Yosemite. It's over 900 deaths in that Oof. park. Like, but since, since the beginning. Since its inception, yeah, but. Okay. so
2: It hasn't been that a, long either. It's a fair
0: amount of people. Yeah. So it's a reasonable amount of, of people. <laughs> Uh, to make it sort of creepy and not okay. But the
2: nice thing that's all very explainable by, you know, oh no, bears. Oh no, rock slides. They didn't prepare well enough. Yep. When really Roosevelt just knew it was going to be the aliens. It was just the offering.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's this,
3: like, myth of Ro- Roosevelt as, like, the original, like- Mulder and Scully. Like, I, I'm enjoying oh, yeah. this sort of like,
0: <laughs> for sure,
3: recontextualizing that's, that's,
0: of him. <laughs> that's what's happening in my head is, is that he is sort of morphing into this, this wilderness, like, protector slash He's protector of the coils, riding detection. a bear,
2: fending off the aliens. Yep.
3: He's got what? his little glasses on his
2: mustache. <laughs> I'd like to think and sometimes we're all like this C- right. seems C- yep. Mar- So Roosevelt, of. <laughs> him yeah he's gotten so
3: close Absolutely. with mothman that mothman lets him ride on his back
0: well yeah and every so often when he gets a little tipsy he just plunks his little glasses on bigfoot and takes a photo
3: oh my god
0: yeah but
2: that's, that's all the I next got. yeah too this roosevelt is, on mothman
3: i i'm that's here for it hunt. actually that is I, I, I would too. love to see that like chill it's a good children's book series i think that that's mm-hmm. what we've got oh, here. phenomenal
1: that's gonna be we a go uh, Late Night Legends team tattoo for all of us. Yes. yes.
2: We still have to arrange one. I'm all about it. Me I'm too. into me it too. too. I I don't even have a tattoo, but I'm down. All right. Once you get enough tattoos, Frank, you're just like, Listen, sure. yeah. but this, yeah. <laughs> this will be the first. Literally,
3: I got like a it's literally like a goldfish in a bag. Why? It was Friday the thirteenth and it was forty bucks. <sighs> Yep. Games.
2: You know, I really want my Friday the 13th tattoo. I still haven't gotten one, and I want just something ridiculous like a goldfish in a bag. Well, like, I, just this would track.
3: I was jaded because, like, my very first Friday the 13th one is this lovely little mountain scene.
2: Really? Oh. That's cute. I was
3: like, "This is a great one. I would actually get that." And then, of course, I that's went for too the, nice you know.
2: for Friday the Thirteenth. Really
3: flash. Nice. Yeah. And then I got yeah. my goldfish in the bag, and the bag has a pin in it.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think for Friday the Thirteenth tattoos, or really any tattoo, I think that we should also consider small woodland animals carrying weapons. Just, mm. just something yes. a little small on the a little table. Small. That is on yeah. the table. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah for I sure. think that. Uh, I think that's a good, you know, wrapping up place. Mm-hmm
1: yeah mm-hmm. let's uh let me play that music hold on
0: is it the small woodland creature with mm-hmm. guns it's not it's that amazing. wrapping
1: up music but it's still very good okay go ahead what do we
0: all right guys it's been a delight <laughs> <laughs> what do we got final thoughts who wants to go first
3: character. I mean, yes. Teddy Roosevelt, protector of the cryptids.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: Teddy. Tara?
1: So,
2: OK, so my submission my final thought will be a tattoo. I think it should be little cartoon cryptids. Mm. I mean, they could be holding weapons. Yes, please. That's OK, too. Yes, and please. A little mothman like holding a knife with his wings. That'd be hilarious. I'm, in, I'm into I it. I'm cartoon on board. Cryptid, yep. And we each have a different little
0: cartoon cryptid. That's, yep. you know, it could be a little L and L. That's our tattoo. Calling it. Yep. Jenny. Calling it. I support it. I, I second it. I third it. And also now that I have freaked myself out and talked about all of the strange things, I'm going to go sleep in the woods in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, is that your final Yeah. Thought, hopefully. Jenny? I, I think I think that's it. Might be her final. Yeah. Uh, it might be if it has been it's been a delight working with all of you so if I don't make it out
1: let me take us out Uh, my final thought yeah I think a a team tattoo is in order I would very much like to see uh, the uh, tattoos that uh, James has for his little one for the cryptids and uh, yeah let's do it I don't even have tattoos but I would be totally willing to do this one do it Um, but with that Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We'll see y'all next week. What a wonderful episode, guys. What a has,
0: yeah. What a great was way a to one. close
1: out uh, May, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's um, a good one. Next week, we'll see y'all, and uh, it'll be Ashley's first week back, so I'm very excited about that. I'm going to actually go see if that guy died in my bushes. <laughs> for real, and we have okay. a guest
2: next week, too. Yes. We'll do,
1: it. do you want to address our, our our guest there?
2: It is Tressa's guest, not mine. Yes. Ooh, so. That's
1: right. Well, guys, we'll see you all next week. We love you all. <laughs> <laughs> We're Late doing night, great. Ladies, internet <laughs> oh, podcast radio show. We love you all. Uh, doing great doing things. Next week We're Doing yeah. great things. Uh, we'll see you in next week and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 bye.